y'all. <laughs>
insurance. That's what the ACA is, or as we used to call it and still call it, I do, Obamacare. But that's really what it is. Health insurance is such a wide spectrum. Typically, if you become disabled from your job, and unfortunately, 30% of us will become disabled at some point in our lives. At some point. That doesn't mean that only 30%. That just means you have a 30% chance of becoming disabled at some point between your working life from the age of 18 to the age of 65. And disabled, I had a customer who missed a step at her apartment complex, broke both ankles. She was now disabled for a full year. She lost her apartment, almost lost her car, had to move in with relatives because her health insurance at her job, which she had, only paid 60% of her salary. So we have policies, short-term disability policies, uh, long-term disability policies, hospital income policies. All of those things protect you and add to your basic health insurance policy. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you talking about add to the basic health insurance. Let's just talk about the basic health insurance in general. The question is, does State Farm carry the HMO, the PPO, the POS, the EPO, you know, all of these different things here? Absolutely. We write through, our policy is written through Blue Cross, Blue Cross Blue Shield. So if someone were to come into my office, it's really an individual case. You have to, I have to have a lot of data in order to find out exactly what they would be paying for that particular policy. But so if we're speaking in general terms, yeah, I can quote them all day long for a health insurance policy. This is the thing. Group insurance on a job is going to be less expensive than individual health insurance. So if that individual comes to my office or gives me a call and says, hey, give me a quote, I'll quote them and they'll have complete sticker shock as to what this the price of this health policy will be. They're expensive. Just like on the job. If you look at your uh, monthly pay stub, it's going to show you know anywhere from $400 to $1,000 to $1,200 to $1,500 going to your health insurance, depending on what kind of package you have? Is it for you, your wife, your children, and all of those dependents that you could possibly have? It's really an individual case. And what kind of policy do you want? Do you want a bronze policy? Do you want a silver policy? Or do you want a gold policy? Oh, but don't be talking about that HMO, that PPO, and that POS. Let me tell you something. I see that, you know what? I think that that, well, I'm curious about if that's going to be what season in your life, because if I am a vibrant young lady, which you know, Dr. E is, you know, it is what it is. Absolutely. But, you know, if vibrant young lady. Ah, anyway, and I am sitting here trying to select the plan i'm thinking like which plan would you think would be best for me versus so you brought up people with disability you know there's a lot of plans that would drop a person if they have to go into the nursing home or they come out or need a uh, home health care or you know mm-hmm. just disabled so i guess i would need to know for the different stages in life which plan would you would you tell dr e you know so, that individual so, need to go for so you're going to look at it like this like you said vibrant healthy you don't go to the doctor a lot. You go to, you do your checkup twice a year and everything is good. You height, weight proportionate. Everything is good. No sicknesses, no illnesses. You're probably going to go with a higher deductible and a, and, and a less of a broad plan. The, the more you want the insurance to pay, meaning you don't want to pay out of pocket a lot of money, uh, your deductible, you want your deductible low, you're going to pay for that premium. It all depends on the individual. What are you comfortable with? Uh, Some people are very healthy and they uh, go to the doctor and they eat healthy and all of that, but their mom died of breast cancer or their dad died of pancreatic cancer and they still have that vision in their head. What happened to their parent? And they remember those deductibles that their parent had paid and they don't ever want to pay that. It's really an individual choice 
once you sit down with an agent and explain to them, uh, so a good agent, and, and we do this, we want to investigate, we'll ask those questions to give, allow that person to open up to tell us and explain to us why they want the health policy and what will it do for them? What kind of outcome do they want? And then we go from there. So just thinking, you know, somebody wants cheap health insurance may or may not be the case. Somebody who's young, 18 years old, 19 years old, 20 years old, and they're on their own and they're not with their parents typically uh, now, uh, children stay on their policy, their parents' policies until they're age 26 anyway. But let's just say we get a 27-year-old and they're athletic and they eat right and do all the great things. They probably want a policy with a higher deductible. There's all kinds of things you can do with a high deductible. You can have a HCA account, meaning you put money aside for your deductible. It all depends on the individual. They, the, the most important thing is make sure you have some kind of a policy. <laughs> well, I mean, I agree with that because especially since you brought up the, oh, bump, first of all, you told me something very new. I didn't know that they bumped it up to 26. I always thought it was 25. But when you talk about Obamacare, you have a lot of people who are young that say, why in the world do I even have to pay for insurance that I'm not going to even get a chance to use because I am healthy? And so it's like, why in the world do I even have to pay into this? I, I, I pay every month for insurance that I don't even use one time a year. So I think that that is very interesting. The other part I want to hit on is about the nurse nursing homes, being disabled, the home care. If you were going to talk about which insurance would be better than the other, especially dealing with like, you know, Medicare, would we look at Blue Cross Blue Shield? Would we look at United? Does it matter? Or is it about the actual plan that we chose? Help us out here. It's really about the plan. It's really, and, and it, so if a person, let's just look at the ACA. If a person goes into the exchange and when the marketplace opens, that person, all they got to do is call the 800 number and put their application in. What you pay in that into that plan and what kind of coverage you get really depends on, number one, of course, your health and also your income. If you are not making a lot of money, if you're making $24,000 a year versus somebody making $50,000 a year, your premium is going to be much less than that person making 50. So backing up a little bit. So the bottom line is when you're ready to apply, or, or, you know, contact, you can contact our, anybody can contact our agent and get some kind of an idea if they were just going to apply straight through to State Farm and say, hey, what is my rate? They may not qualify for ACA and they need to know a rate. We can get that rate for them. It's, it's pretty much all over the place. State Farm is Blue Cross Blue Shield. Uh, that's who we write through. However, if a person comes through the exchange, they could end up with anyone because the mm -hmm. exchange is the exchange. It all depends on where the policy is going, where the neighborhood they live and all of those kinds of things. It's it's all over the place. <laughs> is that but, true? Because you, you talked about premiums. Let me let me hit on this. You talked about premiums and the amount a person want to pay out of pocket pretty much. And so, you know, what I have found is, and you correct me if I'm wrong, that sometimes people pay higher premiums because they want the flexibility of, of who it is that they see. So I guess that would play a part in it also. Absolutely. You do have some control. It's just how much of the control do you want to have? Because it's going to cost you to have more control. So if you want to uh, uh, have a, a, you know, that gold policy that gives you so much more flexibility, it gives you, you know, those decision making uh, ideas uh, and ideals that you uh, make, as opposed to having this, uh, less of a policy where they tell you you can only see this particular doctor or that particular health facility you have a you know it's just a bigger you know you get what you pay for in, absolutely in
Absolutely. But I will say this, between the, the if you don't have anything, well, I, it's I didn't, a huge I didn't, difference. I, I didn't catch that. Say that again. Whether you have the bronze or the gold, you do have health insurance, and that's huge. Uh, health with Folks without health insurance go broke and bankrupt so fast. It's, it's just amazing if you don't have that something in place. Uh, number one, if you don't have, if you can't get to a doctor and you have to pay out of pocket, typically folks who have to do that, they don't last very long. They don't last as long as folks who have some kind of insurance because they don't have access. And so that's why ACA is so important. Um, I'm a, I, wait a minute now. I, I agree with you because one trip to the ER can take you out. And a lot of people don't realize that. And then by the time you get there, they got to figure out what's going on. So they done ran every test under the sun. But the best part about health insurance, what a lot of people don't understand is to help to regulate cost. And so realistically, even beyond the premiums, it's the regulation of cost. But the main thing for Dr. E is to say, okay, how in the world do I save my people money? Is there a way? Because not only do you have the premiums, but we have deductibles, we got co-insurance, co-pays, whatever. So it's like, how do we save the money? Is there a way to save the money? Absolutely. So what we do, and this is a wonderful segue, what we do is we have a budget uh, planning uh, form. It's right there. It's black and white. It explains to the person where their money goes, where it should go, where it shouldn't go, to come up with some kind of a budget. And now is the time to do this. Give us a call, 214-333-0404. We can work out a budget over the phone. So at least you know, oh my God, I'm spending X number of dollars on entertainment. My my policy, I know I've got some kind of an idea. It's going to cost about $200 a month. Maybe I can trim here. Maybe I can trim here. At least you have it in front of you exactly to have some kind of an idea where I need to be. So instead of having, you know, cable with premium uh, movie channels, maybe you need to dial that back a little bit because if you get sick and you don't have health insurance, right. it's not going to matter, you know, that you watch HBO and HBO Max. It's, that's not going to matter at all. You're going to be sick and you're going to be in a bad way. So let's start working on that. That's what I, I like to do with my customers is work on a budget. Let's really look at that. Let's be truthful and honest about this budget. So I have, I have a customer. Uh, she has single, female, three cars. Three cars. And this is about a year ago. You can only drive one car at a time. Why do you have three cars? Mm-hmm. And at that time, we were trying to get her some life insurance. And she was holding on to this older vehicle, paying insurance, rarely driving it because of sentimental reasons. And once we got to the heart of the matter about the sentiment, okay, this was your granddad's car. Do you think your granddad would want you to just let the car sit or sell the car so that it can get some value to you in the form of life insurance? Well, you know, different subject. But she did end up selling the car. And she paid her premium up for a full year and had money left over. So now she's into this understanding that this is what I need to do. And she'll call me every, you know, when we speak, thank you so much for helping me out with that. So we just try to figure out where the money is. What's your attachment to that? Because it's always emotional uh, with something like that. And just trim it back a little bit. Let's be adults about it. Trim it back here, trim it back over here. And now we can meet our premium so that we can, save, you know, the hen as opposed to 
saving eggs that are cracking all over the place. Well, I like the fact that you talked about the emotional component. And the reason why is because you're right. A lot of times it is emotional. And I want to take people a little deeper, especially, you know, people within our, our community. Think about that loved one that if they would have taken the time to tend to themselves and find out what was wrong with them ahead of time. I'm sure that a lot of people have lost loved ones if, and then and it felt like they would have went to the doctor if they would have known if they didn't have what they needed in order to get what they needed, you know, in order to still be here. So I like the way you say that. So it's like, okay, if you already know that you've seen people that that have a lack of whatever insurance, but especially at this moment, health insurance, and they were unable to tend to themselves, it's almost a part of self-care. Take the time to make sure that you're able to go and see what is going on with you, with right. you. I think that is very important. Now, when it comes to healthcare coverage, I want to know, do you have anything that you deem that is more important in within the coverage that we need to consider? So there are a plethora of policies for health insurance. Let's say we get a person who just no way they can afford health insurance. They're in a really tight spot. We have policies called short-term disability policies, long-term disability policies, uh, we have hospital in- income policies. Uh, those policies are, are, are especially the uh, hospital income and the short-term insurance uh, disability policies, those policies are very inexpensive. So if a person becomes disabled, they will have funds coming into their home so that they can at least pay and help to pay the rent. So it, no one is uh, totally excluded from health insurance. And, and disability insurance and, and getting into the system, you just have to, you know, we want to sit down with you and, ex- and, and find out where that person is and how we can get them from point A to point B. So one of the things, and, and you discussed this, uh, and we, we, we've discussed this, is really it's a fear factor. Don't be afraid of it. Go into it. Give us a call. Ask us, hey, this is where I'm at. This is how do I get from here to here? And then we go from there. We, you know, you you don't eat the elephant at one time. You eat it. Sometimes you have to eat it a bite at a time. Some people you can eat the whole elephant, and everything is going to be good. But this topic is so relevant and charged, especially in our community, because we just don't know. And if we don't know where we need to be, how can we get there? Don't well, I, don't, I want them to come and ask you the hard questions. I mean, I want them to get in there because a lot of times I talk with individuals who find themselves in a little bit of a pickle and they find themselves in a pickle because of the fact they're trying to care for someone and things have changed. And now they're trying to make sure that, you know, whether it's transitioning someone from one place to the other, whatever the case may be. And they're trying to figure out a way how to make their health insurance work and what it is that they need talked about a rider for that life i don't know if there's a rider for that health but you know my thing is it's like what do they need to make sure that they're covered but also what do they need to make sure those people who they care for they might even be our elders they are are dealing with some type of disability whether they're older or not and we need to make sure they're covered right those kind of subjects i mean generally speaking (laughs) the best thing to do is give us a call it's really an individual thing. Yeah, you can have a writer. People, they have Medicare, Medicaid, and then you have, you can buy excess coverage 
for those uh, type policies. It, it's such a wide range, the, 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 and it's a difficult subject to talk about. The only thing, the most important thing I have for folks is to let them know, make sure you have some kind of coverage. If you don't, please give us a call so we can at least start that conversation. Now, you mentioned, uh, or, or I mentioned at the beginning of the uh, conversation, so I have a disability policy, right? Uh, I have health insurance through my employer, State Farm. I have very good health insurance. It's a PPO. I can go wherever I want to go for whatever I want. I, I go to you know my medical exams every year, at least two, three, or four, whatever I got to do, I, I go. Now, why do I have a disability policy? Well, if I become disabled for any reason, my health policy will only cover 60% of my lost wages. So I need 100% of my lost wages to cover. So that's why I have a disability policy. Mm-hmm. So those kinds of things are all things that you need to consider. One of the policies that we do write is a hospital income policy. Now that sounds like somebody who goes to the hospital that the insurance carrier is going to pay the hospital directly. No, it's not. It's ideal, especially for, chil- for, for children and young folks who are very active. So my son plays basketball. And guess what? He had an ankle sprain and could not finish the game. And we had to take him to the ER. He was at the ER. And then he came home. And then the next day, the ankle uh, was still swelling. So we took him back two days in a row. He has a hospital income policy. Now, that hospital income policy is for his parents. So because we had to transport him to the hospital, dinner wasn't made that night, we had to eat out, had to take off uh, from work, one of us did, and transport him to and from. And that's a very inexpensive policy. It's like $90 a year. We were paid $250 for the day one and $250 for day two. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're talking good stuff. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. So you, wait a minute. I need for you to tell me the name of that particular policy again, because that sounds good for a lot of my people that come to my office that maybe be off on FMLA and things of that nature, that that That's might cool. be something that they can use to kick in to help supplement that income since they only get a percent percentage with that FMLA. So tell right. me, tell me about that. Now that sounds good for my people. Tell me, tell me about that again. So wait a minute, what now? Hospital, it's called a hospital income policy. Okay. Now, the, the, the caveat to it is the only way the policy kicks in is if you go to an emergency room. That doesn't mean a hospital. That means to a care now or a place like that. And so when you go, I got bit by a spider uh, several years ago, had a hospital income policy, went to the ER, submitted my claim for the spider bite, and State Farm sent me a $250 check. Now, my health insurance paid the bill. Right. But hospital income is all about the income that I lost or the potential income that I lost because I had to go to the ER. Yeah, that sounds good for my people. That sounds good for my people. I like that, that. Yeah, that policy pays up to 30 days of, if you are if you go into the hospital and you're there in the hospital for 30 days, that policy pays $250 per day. I love that because I have so many people who end up having to go to inpatient and you know other programs or residential facilities. And so that policy right there would probably alleviate a lot of stress because of the fact, yeah, you know, just for that season so that they're able to continue on. Now, the question I have for you, I got two. One is could they add that, request that addition if they have an insurance through their company? Is there a way for them to get that by by itself? That's the first thing. And then the second thing is when we talk about disabilities, I deal with mental health. I need to know is it possibility for those who deal, because that's, that's a scary thought, you deal with mental health, can my people get coverage? Generally speaking, that's an underwriting, so we'll go with the latter. 
that's an underwriting decision. We, we still submit the application and underwriting are the ones, are, are the folks who determine whether somebody is going to get a policy or not. I can't say, yeah, you're going to get a policy. No, you're going to get a policy. I wouldn't be doing my job. You come in, we ask, the agent will ask all the questions on the application and then we submit it to underwriting. We never know until underwriting gets it. We just don't. Okay. Uh, as far as hospital income, yes, you you don't have to have a, a health policy with State Farm to have a hospital income policy. It's all about the emergency issue. Did you go to the emergency room? And then too, uh, so if a person goes to the emergency room and you know they file a claim, and then they have to go back to the emergency room for the same injury or the same sickness, as long as they do it within three days, it's still applicable. If it's been four days, then no, that, that doesn't occur. Okay. Um, but they can come and get that separately. They can come absolutely. and get that separately, even if they have a policy with their company to make sure that they have that absolutely. as a coverage, especially for maybe my parents that deal have, you know, teenagers or other people whom they're responsible for that they have to admit into residential facilities or either they need to go Teen- into. Teenagers, yeah, teenagers and kids are perfect for these policies. They're very inexpensive. And guess what? They slip and they fall and they get hurt. And it's up to the parent to take care of that kid uh, while they're mending. And so if you have to take your kid to the ER, your insurance is going to pay for it. Your, your health insurance is going to pay for it. But this is about your income, income mm-hmm, portion. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about uh, real quick about uh, short-term disability. So that's a wonderful policy to have. And they're also very inexpensive. So let's say a person buys a car and they're making this $600 a month car payment. And they become disabled, just like my other customer who broke her ankles. And her, her job is paying her income for 60% of that. But she knows she is right on the border. She needs 100% of her, her monies because she just got a new car. She can't drive it, but she, you know, what are you going to do? Right. You can have a short-term disability policy and you can write it for $600 a month. If I become disabled, I need $600 a month because I have a brand new car. Okay. Mm-hmm. And those policies are very inexpensive. It all depends on your age and all of that. Uh, good stuff, but they're very inexpensive policies to have. You may not need three thousand dollars a month because that's the limit on short-term disability. You may only need two fifty or three hundred or your portion of the, the the mortgage or whatever it may be. But have something in place so that that sixty percent, when that turns off, you got forty percent coming to make sure you don't fall all the way down. And you may be be disabled for a year, but guess what? You never missed a payment on that car. So you didn't get a repo on your car. Right. Disabilities are the quickest way people become broke and uh, bankrupt Mm. is because of disabilities. So have something in place for that. So long-term disability, you can, depending on how much you make as far as your salary and your income, you can have a policy up to $20,000 per month. And that long-term disability lasts... I believe seven up to seven years. Mm, okay, okay. The reason they put limits on it is because, generally speaking, a person is going to be disabled for approximately two years. They're either going to get better or they're not going to get better okay. after 24 months. But if you have a long-term disability policy, which is a more expensive policy because it, it's a broader range policy, more money that is being paid out and it lasts longer. So even with a short-term disability policy, is better than having nothing. And those policies are actually very inexpensive. So if you have health insurance, make sure you have some kind of disability policy to back you up, especially for purchases that you've recently made. We have a mortgage disability policy that if you have a mortgage and you go, man, if I get, if I get disabled, my mortgage is 
$2,400 a month, I know with my other bills, I'm not going to have enough money to stretch over the month. How much do you need? Well, I need another $400 to be comfortable. Okay, we're going to write a disability policy for $400 a month that will cover your mortgage in case something happens. Or you can use the money for whatever you want to use the money. We don't tell you what to use the money for. You make that decision. Okay. How do you feel about secondary insurance? And do you feel like there's ever a time that it, it needs to, it's applicable? Oh, that's what disability income uh, and disability policy, short-term, long-term. I have those policies across the board and I believe in them. I've seen customers who've gone bankrupt because of disabilities. Well, you know, no, it's interesting because sometimes I'll meet individuals that have two insurance, full insurance policies. They might have Blue Cross Blue Shield and United oh, Health Care. Gotcha. Okay, so I, I misunderstood the question. Um, I, I know people who have that. And generally speaking, it's just a double payment because one, the first carrier, whoever's the primary carrier, until those funds are exhausted, that other one doesn't kick in. What are you paying for? And that's really somebody who they just don't understand the process. They need to give us a call so they can understand the process. I would rather see somebody have one general health insurance policy and then put a disability policy behind it or get you a long-term care policy. That's another policy that we haven't even talked about, long-term care. And the thing is, State Farm no longer offers long-term care policies. Now, we still service the ones that we have, and the reason fewer companies have or sell long-term care policies is because people are getting older. Mm. And, you know, that policy stretches out over time. Up, I guess up until the last census, people are getting older. Uh, but, you know, it kind of had a little dip. Right. But uh, we're not dying in our 50s. We're dying in our 70s to mid-70s and late 70s, depending on, you know, your ethnic background. Absolutely. Okay, so I got to have you elaborate here because this question came from some individuals who kind of follow me and I, you know, it was like, Dr. E, I need to know about the health spending accounts, you know, so I need that in detail. It's like, how do you feel about the health spending accounts? Is it a good, good idea? Bad idea? Is there something in addition to that? Is something other than that? What should we be doing when it comes to having that, that, that money that's set aside from those taxes to spend? Toward our health. I think they're very viable. I wear glasses and I know every year my eyesight changes. And I know my glasses are going to cost about $300 if I get the sunglasses and the regular glasses. And then I have to get computer glasses. So that's going to be about $350. I know that automatically. Put that money aside because I know I'm going to use it. Where the health spending account can become frustrating to some folks is if they put the money aside and they say, well, I, you know, I got $500. Uh, this will pay for my office visit. I get glasses. And then they say, okay, I need $1,000. I'm going to put aside. Because if you don't use it, you lose it. Mm-hmm. And then they don't use it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to use it or you're not sure you're going to use it, put it into a money market account. Put it into another investment. Do whatever you have to do so you can not you know, put yourself in that position. But if you're certain that you're going to use that money and you know you do this, I know that I have to get glasses every June. I already know. Had glasses this past June, went into my healthcare account and I had $750 in there. Thank you. Here are my receipts. Pay this bill. Send me my money or whatever you got to do. So they are very viable as long as you use the money for what you, as long as you're disciplined to know that you're going to use that money. 
have people to use it at Walmart. I'd be like, look, it's the end of the year. You need some stuff. Get one of them dehumidifiers or something. I don't know. See what's on the yeah. list and go ahead and spin that out to make sure that yeah. you don't just give money away. Get some Absolutely. alcohol pads or something, something, something to rub yourself down. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Is there a, an alternative? Is there something else out there that maybe individuals need to consider that won't have them losing their money where they can get some of the same benefits? not for a spending account. It's, it's, it's a savings account without the, you know, taxes. Uh, it's very viable. It's a very good tool to have as long as you're disciplined and, you know, you're not waiting until the last minute, minute to spend that money. Uh, when the money is, you know, needed to spend, spend it. Go, go get there on December 31st and, and, and spend that money up. You said wear it out. Wear it out. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else you feel like that the community needs to know? Um, One of the things I know in our community, uh, and and this is a struggle that we all have, uh, and and me personally, you know, I'm emphatic about losing weight and exercising and eating properly. And I've educated myself tremendously. I went out this morning, walked six and a half miles, ran part of it, did my weights and all of that. Be mindful of what you eat and what you drink. Don't fall for this yoki doke that's out here in our communities. We don't even have proper supermarkets in our community. There's a reason for that because they know those fast foods are making us addicted. They're, they're highly addictive, chemically-based product. And it's doing something to our minds, our bodies, our souls, and our spirits. And the sicker you are, the more expensive it will be. That's for health insurance, life insurance, life in general. Be mindful of what you do. Eat healthy and stay away from all this processed junk. You are speaking a word, not only from a health perspective, but also for us to be mindful of all the ways that people are making money off of us. I'm talking about everybody getting it. Everybody coming. There's something about us. Something very special about us where everybody in the world is getting just cashing in on us like all day long but i ain't got now nah, that'll be another topic for you know i heard somebody uh say hey you know you put a put a cotton ball at the end of the stick and put it on the counter you know we'll go buy it and we'll so no that's why we have to be a way more uh financially savvy yes. and that's the reason why dr e try to give as much information as possible because we don't want to be known as the individuals that's gonna buy the cotton ball on the stick going round and round for amusement and giving away our, our dollars. Some, some of these people must not be working as hard as Dr. E. That's all I got to say. They got they can just give it out. They can make it rain. Yes, Dr. E. And, and <laughs> I love it. And that's why we, one of the things we start is a budget. Most people have never even looked at their budget. They get the money and they spend the money. Get the money and spend the money. If you do this, if you do that, if you do this, you're not going to be paying as much money as everybody else. You're going to be putting some money in your pocket for your legacy. And sit there and make some money off yourself versus no. giving it away. And you know what? I ain't, I'm not going to hate on a budget because my thing is if your budget is there and it includes the right thing, the right. things that like what you and I are talking about right. in order to make sure that you're okay and that your family is okay. Right. then there's nothing wrong. We saying spend the money when you're going to spend it as an investment yeah. for yourself, but yeah. not when you're going to give it away. All right. All right. Well, go ahead and tell them one more, one more time how they find you. Dr. And, um, yeah. Thank you so much. You, you're wonderful. We just love you. I love you. My team loves you. 
uh, whenever you talk to Sarah and 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 she tells me, Dr. Ecall, she just she's just glowing and, lit up <laughs> and I light up the same way. Uh, this is a State Farm agent Kelvin Nunley. We are located at 1441 North Cockrell Hill Road, Suite Number 100. We're at the Affordable Care Dentistry Building. We have a suite there. Uh, our office phone number is 214-333-0404. Call us anytime. We're always willing to help and provide that advice that all of our customers and potential customers can use. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dr. D. Hello, everybody. It's me, Dr. E, the Life Savvy Queen, and I want to thank you for tuning in. If you would like to send me a question, please do so. Send it to me on Twitter, at Life Savvy Queen, and I promise you that I will answer your question on one of my podcast shows. Got a question? Send it to me. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you.